1: Welcome to 251 of There's No Place I Terrorist. I Get First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie.
2: And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Universe. Yes. Season 2. Yes. Episode 13. Uh-huh. Alliances. Yep. AKA self-care. <laughs> also, it's 251 plus 100. It's 351.
1: 351. <laughs> Holy shit, we've done so many episodes. Episode
2: 351. Yeah. How have you been?
1: I've been a lot. <laughs> uh, so last week, I kind of myself extremely lucky. I got to go to a major creativity conference. Yeah. Uh, that was far away and got just shit good, like, like creativity and... Um, Reignite
2: the boosters. Yeah,
1: like right into my
2: soul. Mm-hmm. Um, Refill the well.
1: But it took me... I also... Uh, It's my second time there and proceed to continue to have a sleep and I'm dead mentality. And so it takes me like a full week to recover from that shit. Makes sense.
2: That sounds about right.
1: (laughs) So that was that. Mm -hmm. We random thing Nick and I finally caught up on Lego Masters. Oh. Which
2: important listen you know there's a lego store down the street from my house now i do know okay trust me it's called brick
0: masters
1: i do know and it is it's literally next to a brewery Mm -hmm. and one of our favorite taco spots so the fact that those three exist in the same shopping center
2: and haven't been addressed is dangerous yeah
1: um no i'm not a huge reality tv person Mm -hmm. on average but there is something
2: wait Stargate isn't real?
1: Well, besides Stargate.
2: Okay. There is something... I am pretty sure this was a documentary.
1: <laughs> there is something about Lego Masters and Will Arnett and, like, building shit with Legos that it... And then they blow a bunch of stuff up with Legos. Yes. There's just something about it that is just so... <laughs> enti- it's just calming to my soul.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just makes me happy. Legos are great for that. It's like Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Um...
1: It is, and I'm two episodes behind on that. I've only seen the first episode.
2: I'm all caught up on that. I'm all about my Netflix shows. Um, While you were out refilling the well with creative energy, I was refilling my well of dark and emotional, wonderful, beautiful things by watching Fall of the House of Usher. I am on, I am towards the end of my second watch. (laughs) Technically like two and a half, because I watched the first four (laughs) episodes. I. Jesse and I watched the first episode together. And then he said, are you going to wait for me? And I said, no. no. And so then <laughs> I got to like episode four. And then he's like, well, I'm ready to watch. I was like, well, then let's just start over. Oh, yeah. So I watched episodes one through four, like three times now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, I won't lie to you. I won't wait. <laughs> yeah. No, that's I
1: mean, I'm being honest. Just, I, I'm not going to wait.
2: Uh, you know, I, I'm not often one who gets emotional at TV Mm -hmm. type of things, like the way you do with Ahsoka, but this was um, hearing um, the beginning of that, this is a minor spoiler, hearing the, uh, yeah, give it like 30 seconds, hearing the opening eulogy in the show, in season one, episode one, um, they mix a couple of poems um, one of them is for Annie.
1: Is like it, because it's Poe themed. It's, po. it's all Poe. It's po. all
2: Poe. the House of Usher is a Poe story. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a take on that. Um, uh, there's a phrase that has been with me since I was a ten year old that came out of a coma and went, "What the fuck does it mean to be alive?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: and the opening line for in for Annie for Annie, yeah, is "Thank heaven the crisis, the danger is past and the lingering illness is over at last." And the fever called living is conquered at last. And it is so hard for me to say that without crying every <laughs> time. And it's literally the first fucking line of the whole show. And I was like, I'm in. Okay. I we're started, here now. I started building a wiki for a couple of friends of the pod. Yeah. One of them being my brother, Matt. I called them heathens multiple times. Oh, for yeah. For not understanding that Longfellow is after Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nemesis, an arch enemy of Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> and his living years for no other reason no. than Poe was a petty ass bitch, uh-huh. which is one of the reasons I love him. He's great. Anyway, that was what I finished. Well, I mean, just
1: like w- talking about how we get emotional over different things, yeah. I was at a session with two of like the leading creatives behind NASA and mm. like the NASA brand and everything. And then they just showed, for example, like we, many people have seen it. Just the the video they made to announce the Artemis 2 crew and I was oh like my
0: God.
2: Did just Did you have faith of the heart? I
1: just I just were I was like don't let that t- I am in a crowd full of people uh-huh. hold that shit together. Hold it together. And they showed a video about like all the women working at NASA. And I, I was got like, faith <gasps> my heart. I did bitch go for the brown I did binge on The Flights and The Hotel season two of uh, Wheel of Time.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes. And
1: I will say for, for all of the many things you can say about Amazon for various things, they're doing Amazon Prime's doing some fantasy right.
2: Okay, good on them.
1: Because I have difficulty reading the Wheel of Time books. But they are quite delightful in video form. Right on.
2: Right on. I'll take it.
1: It almost makes me want to try to read them again.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Um, uh, On Amazon, I have been watching Dawson's Creek. There you go. that's all that I've got to end to this conversation.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, they have Stargate Universe. They do.
2: That's true. Which is what we're here to talk about.
1: March 21st, (laughs) 2011. Woo! Uh, We will say, before we dig into this episode too much... Mm -hmm. you know, you need to skip this episode because yeah. of some of the environments of this episode. Come back later. Yeah. We'll be
0: here. Bit
2: of a trigger warning for um, building falling. Yeah.
0: There's Leave that. it there. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, a structural instability. Yes. Um, yeah. But March 21st, 2011, I think that only puts us at like 18 months from the time you and I actually met. If, if I'm doing my math right. It was
1: November of 2013.
2: Oh, was it 2012? Shit. Okay. It was yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. 18 plus a year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're getting close. We're so close. We're getting close. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by Linda McGibney. This is one of two, this is her first of two episodes she wrote. Oh, okay. And directed by some guy named Peter Delawise. Yeah, no big deal.
2: The longest recap of our lives ever happened. Well,
1: before we get to that, we have two. We don't get many guest stars. That's true. We do have a really fun. We have two stunt cast, if you will. Well, there's that, but we have actually two amazing guest stars in this episode. Yeah. Kathleen Quinlan. Okay. Most people, including me, she's done a ton of stuff. She's been everywhere. You've seen her in things. However, me and many people know her best as Marilyn Lovell from Apollo 13.
0: Oh. Jim Lovell's wife.
1: And I just I, I just like I forget what day of the week it is. but my thing is when they're um, when he's still up there and and they're trying to get Marilyn to do something and they're like, you can talk to my husband. He'll be home.
2: On I Friday. do love that part. I do remember that. I do remember her. That's probably I'm looking through her IMDb now. That is probably the thing I know her from the most. She's also in... Oh, I lost it. Just kidding. She's been in a lot
1: of, like, single episodes of this, couple episodes of that. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Marilyn Lovell is what she got nominated for a couple things for. Nice. Uh, And then, of course, French Stewart. Mm -hmm. What more can I say? The one, the only. The one, the only. <laughs> uh, again, original Stargate movie where he played Ferretti was his first
2: movie. Oh, my God. Event Horizon was the other thing I remember her from. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, we do have a very long previously on. I feel like slightly longer than maybe needs to be, but that's fine. <laughs> to
2: the point where I was like, is this a mid-season return <laughs> episode? No. no. We already had that, yeah. Just, just them go and roll, just fill her up, baby. Well, you know,
1: we we they had an extra minute to spare for yeah. the cut of the episode.
2: Yeah. um I do like calling him Ferretti, but I also want to call him Harry Solomon. <laughs> but I'm gonna let you tell me which one we're gonna call him today. Oh, I called him by the character name. But okay, we can good. call him Ferretti if yeah. you want. I think I wrote covel as well. Yeah. Yeah. So at
1: the end of the last episode, Telford is wanting to come back to Destiny. This is the duplicate yes. Telford that originally went through the Stargate to yes. Earth in the future and was waiting for everyone else, but everyone else, no one yeah. came for it. Telford 2.0. Telford 2.0. Um, they let Rush... So he arrives
0: mm-hmm.
1: on Destiny. They let Rush explain things. Yeah. Because Telford 2.0 doesn't know what happened in the yeah. last episode. They... They figured there was only a stable connection for a few moments, so that's why Telford got through.
2: Yep. And then everyone else was killed in an unstable wormhole. It's okay. Do you want a moment or do you want to just keep moving? I like how he's like, I got it. I got it. Also,
1: the other Telford, you know, just died getting equipment. It was a complete accident. Super
2: accident. We're just going to blow
1: right past that. Absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to process, and the bigger issue is not explaining it to Telford because he's been in the stargate program long enough right. it happens people yeah. just die in yeah
2: like for him he's like yeah that's right that, that seems checks right. out yeah
1: um the problem is explaining it to senator michaels mm. the new
2: head of off-world
1: spending committee and she's coming aboard because she's interested in this whole message from god thing
2: i still love this concept of like oh do we put money in this and it's like Why do we care anymore? We're on the destiny. (laughs) Doesn't fucking matter. Well, I love that Rush
1: is very quick to clarify that he never called it a message from God. But of course, that's what people on Earth are calling it. Oh, yeah.
2: Good luck trying to say that's not what it is. (laughs) Okay.
1: Again, guys, go read contact.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So Young
1: explains all this to Ray. Yep. Um, On the table, basically is funding another Icarus base. Yeah. Which, keep in mind, if we make another Icarus, Icarus 2.0, it's still a one-way trip just to the ship. Yes. There's still no way home, but they can get them supplies.
2: Something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ray wants to Freaky Friday with Michaels, Senator Mm -hmm. Michaels, to get in touch with her contacts and her network, IOA, get intel. See how people are feeling. Find some
2: allies if you will. Yeah, stuff like that.
1: And there should be, you know, the the senator is bringing a scientist with her, and Mm -hmm. so there should be, you know, another guy, um, just for convenience. And we find out that there is a single person on Destiny who has never used the stones to go back home. I'm not. He keeps turning it down. Not surprised. And, and Ray goes, he was borderline unstable a year ago when they got to the ship, and I'm like, I'm gonna argue that he's one of the most stable people on this ship.
2: Yeah, well, he was borderline unstable when everyone else hadn't been through anything, and yeah. now he's stayed at that consistent level of stable and now he's the most stable. Exactly. Like his stability is not affected by outside forces. Exactly. He continues to be the same amount of unstable. Which
1: means he's the most stable. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Young's
1: gonna make it an order. Of course it is Greer. Yeah. Of course he does not look happy about this.
2: No. Especially like uh, he doesn't want to travel with Camille. No. Uh, he's like I don't need R&R
1: and he's yeah. really annoyed that this is Ray's idea and I'm like no one is saying you have to go see family dude Yeah, dude just go, fucking
2: go eat a hot dog yeah
1: <laughs> anything she's like yeah yeah okay fine let's just get this over with uh-huh. so when they finally swap over it's actually a little tense yeah. <sighs> they are demanding identification and raise authentication codes, and there's apparently no time to warn them that they are extremely high threat levels here on Earth. It's level midnight. No one really knows who's freaky Fridaying their way into I originally had wrote the SGC, I think Later on, I think it's clear they're at the Pentagon
2: or something. Yeah, I thought they were at the SGC as well, to be real honest, so yes. Well, I also think
1: that they didn't specify they're at the Pentagon because of that whole we yeah. have a ship colliding in with the Pentagon yeah. yep. Yep. situation, uh-huh. so they just left that bit. There is a
2: place of import yeah. that we are going to.
1: Apparently, there's intel on the Lucian Alliance having a very imminent attack. Yeah, Meanwhile... All that's going on, Greer is taking it in a little bit slowly because Greer is honestly facing the serious mental gymnastics of him swapping into a white man's body, yeah. which I can I can only imagine yeah. to begin to yep. understand those skills. Yep. Yeah, that's got to be weird. So weird. Although <laughs> seeing him in a sweater vest and like velvet jacket is amusing.
2: <laughs> yeah, the nerd wear, the scientist wear that they put him in. <laughs> yes. I'd say. I don't mind it. Well, it's also like I can absolutely see French Stewart in that. Yeah. I absolutely
1: cannot picture Greer in that. I feel like
2: Greer would be like, this is itchy. Even though it's not his own body, <laughs> yeah. somehow he would still be like, oh, this clothes is itchy. I think
1: I'm allergic to these clothes. Yeah.
2: I, it's too soft. <laughs> I need burlap against my body.
1: Back on the Destiny. Yeah.
2: In the cafeteria, (laughs) the science bros are gossiping.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, The scientist that's coming over is apparently the new head of research at the SGC. Mm -hmm. And Rush can't help but pop in his two cents from the bar where he's going through his notes. It's it's Dr. Andrew Koval. That they used to work together at Cornell.
2: This is my favorite part. And
1: and he shares this right as young radios that they're here, and He's like, cool, cool, cool. Thanks. And then goes nowhere.
2: Well, I like that they're like, what's he like? He's like, I don't uh-huh. fucking know. It's like you worked with him. It's like,
1: yeah. And
2: so I don't meet my coworkers. No, I don't know anything about you. <laughs> no. I live on a ship with you. I
1: can't tell you the first thing. I don't I may not know your first name. Yeah. I I'm not
2: sure which one of you is Volker and which one of you is Brody. And I just don't don't care to learn yeah, or admit. Frankly, it. Don't. don't need the information.
1: You just you're together. science
2: one and science two exactly or math boy.
1: It's just... where are my people? It's just Brody
0: math and math girl
2: math science girl math boy
1: one and two. Of course, he's all. He, I Asshole. do like that that Carville is the kind of man who likes to keep secrets. Oh, and I like uh, wouldn't
2: know anyone like that. <laughs> oh, was, does that annoy you as weird. a character trait? <laughs> like that's a weird, difficult thing. I also like that while well, we learn like a couple, like
1: a couple pokes between them, we don't actually learn if or why Rush doesn't like Koval.
2: Yeah, he just doesn't. Cause I don't want because I don't wanna. <laughs> so
1: Young and Scott are leading the guests along a corridor and Coville is just an awe at everything yeah. and taking in the technology and wants to see everything. And and the senator would really like to just clear things up first, just right off the bat. I really wanna know if you've given up on the whole dialing from inside a star thing. And
2: I don't Young's know like, why she thinks that this is all very important, top of mind priority. Also, Young's like, uh uh-huh. What do you? This is not how. What? Not my world. What? Yeah. Because
1: Young's priority is getting them home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But here's the thing: to get them home safely, they have to be alive.
2: Yes, lady, <laughs> you're jumping ten steps ahead of things here. I know you think you got a bunch of gusto, and yeah. you're This is a person who's coming in who's like. The person who doesn't know what a job entails and it's like, well, why is it so hard? Why don't you just do A, B, yeah. and C? And it's like, lady, if it were as simple as doing A, B, and C, we would have done A, B, and C.
1: We would have been on G by now.
2: Yeah. I only need you to calm down.
1: Um, and she's like, well, I mean, everyone's signed off on the risks. Yeah. And Kovalt thankfully, is like, yeah, well, the math checks out. But, y- you know, stars are weird and tricky. Mm-hmm. Just as Rush said, by the way. And he does lament not being able to go over Doppel Destiny's logs before it was lost and has this real strong tinge of not believing the story. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But what are you going to do? Like, you can sit there and be a dick about it, but it's not going to change anything. And Scott tries to squash that since Koval may not have a full appreciation of their situation here. And like, we really fucking needed the supplies. When it comes down to get all the food or get the logs. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but logs are not a priority. Yeah,
2: it's again, it's like lady and dude, like both. It's like you guys have no idea what the priority is here. Yeah, do you see how we're living? Yeah, they haven't.
0: It's like like, yeah, no, they 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 don't don't quite understand it.
2: Yeah, um, it's like you know, if someone's like, "Oh, you haven't given your dogs a bath," I'm like, they're alive. That's all I needed from my doggos.
1: And, and Koval's like, but that's just the thing. Like, we don't actually know what happens. Yeah. I mean, besides the fact that they've been told what happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they kind of do
0: because yeah. they were
1: told. But do we know? We do know. We got the idea that the Doppelbrush was lying about something. But I don't think he was lying about the bulk of the story.
2: I think it's also like... We can't fucking get into this.
1: You can't get into it's it. It's
2: almost like you don't want to know because no. you just can't get into it. There's nothing you can do.
1: There's nothing you can do. But I do get the vibe from last episode that he wasn't lying about yeah. anything big. He was lying about something. Yeah.
2: Yes, a yeah. detail. Yeah. How?
1: How? That may have been more like saving face for someone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm being Um,
2: attacked. I'm being attacked by dogs.
1: Koval is playing the I barely know the man card, which he says he only knows him from impressions based on reports. And we're like...
2: Sorry, it's really dog heavy right now, so (laughs) I hope y'all like some dog ASMR. There's a
1: dog pushing me away from the
2: table. Uh, It's like dog pats, collars. Somebody just snarfed at Nixie.
1: (laughs) Um... But I do love that both of these scientist men are both being like, I mean, I worked with them for years, but I couldn't tell you what their first name is. Even though they... Jeez. So, and that's when Rush comes around the corner saying he was late because of some power distribution bullshit. Mind you, he's been listening to this entire conversation around the corner. Yeah. So when he's introduced, and yes, we hear that pointed Andrew, Nicholas, (laughs) from both of them. Everyone knows that the Senator is absolutely lying about how the first, she was just talking about how she wanted to see Chloe because she's known Chloe since a little girl. Yeah. So everyone knows she's lying in this situation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry. I'm
1: getting distracted by all the things. But Rush is happy to take her to see Chloe on the bridge.
2: Yeah. Okay, lady. What do you want now? This is where she just shoves her foot in her mouth over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: not as badly as she does later though. That's fair. So before Greer or Ray can leave the room on, on, on Earth, yeah. they're scanned with a Geiger counter. Um, Chekhov's Geiger counter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't even realize that at first. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. Yes.
1: Chekhov's Geiger counter. Yeah. Um, I guess it's attuned to the quadria for plot reasons. Sure. Since Why the wouldn't you? Since Alliance has somehow snuck bombs yeah. on a few of their off-world bases yeah. and, you know, everything's a high alert. And with, with all that going on, Gru's like, fuck the cars waiting for us outside. I want to stay and help. Like, I know the Alliance. I don't trust a single one of them. Yep. And I haven't. Especially those motherfuckers on Destiny. Uh-huh. I want to help. And... If anyone else offered to help, I feel like Telford might be a little more open to it. Yeah, but Telford hates screw anyway, yeah. so he's like, he "I don't want to deal with to you." Any to not, yeah, just get out of here.
2: Yeah, it almost sounds like the relationship has gotten better, but he's still like, "Nah, no, no, I'm not there. I'm not that far yet." And again, seriously, you've been on that ship for a year. Like, go get some take rest. A, to go movie
1: theater or something. Go camping. Uh huh. Just do something. Yep. It doesn't that have to be to with me. anyone you know. So anyway, yeah. So Russia escorts um, the senator, which again we never learn the senator's first name. So I'm just gonna keep calling her senator as if that's her first. Because you're right, yeah.
2: I, I was like, I have it, it in
1: my notes. Nope, no, I don't. I looked it up on on the Stargate Wiki. It's just Senator Michaels. <laughs> she doesn't.
2: She doesn't. So just
1: senator. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Koval to the bridge. Chloe's working, um, just trying to improve the accuracy of manual navigation, looking at some FTL logs, reminder that she might be back to herself, but she still has mad math skills. Yep. And she must have known who was coming because once she realizes it's not Ray, she absolutely embraces the Yeah, sunburn. I was like,
2: how does she just know already? And But yeah, they must have told her beforehand.
1: Yeah, and knows her as someone she has known, you know, I have, I have family friends who were my parents' friends who have known me for 30 plus years. Yeah. Um, and that's an embrace of someone who you grew up as, like, a distant aunt-type figure. Yeah. Um, although, still calling her Senator Michaels. Yeah. Not a first-name basis. It is
2: really, it's like seeing an old teacher, maybe? Like, Yeah. Or I guess Senator Michaels, it's like maybe Chloe grew up where you're like, you call people miss blah, blah, Uh versus just their names. Yeah, sirs and ma'ams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Um, So
2: that makes sense. Or,
1: or again, Senator is just her first name and she's not actually (laughs) a senator. (laughs) Her parents are just hoping or something.
2: yeah. She's just yeah. She's yeah. She may actually have a higher title than that. We don't know exactly. But, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, her name. Her first name is just actually senator. That, <laughs> I
2: kind of like that. Better.
1: <laughs> like Judge
0: Reynolds.
1: Like
2: a uh, yeah, judge. Yeah. Judge Judge Reinhold? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, like a thoroughbred horse. Exactly. <laughs> and then just senator. Exactly. Maybe so, they were really big into the derby, her parents. Y-
1: you never know. <laughs> so this senator wants to head off and talk to Chloe privately. You know, just get caught up on stuff. Nothing else. Nothing.
2: No big deal. No alternative No reason. Motives. No reason. Yeah. And
1: Rush gives Chloe a pass to head off, and mm-hmm. she's going to give the senator a tour. And Koval, on the other hand, is genuinely impressed and very cordially and congratulatory shakes Mm -hmm. rush's hands
2: yeah that's fucking weird but okay and
1: and is starting to understand why rush had this passion for this place even before the the signal Mm -hmm. and rush is like this is real fucking weird
2: yeah rush is like "Mm, don't trust don't trust yeah
1: I can imagine these are two that had that professional rivalry that they they like didn't talk about it much. Yeah. And I do think in this moment, Kovala is like, I gotta hand it to you. You saw a thing that I didn't see, and this yeah. is really impressive. And Rush is like, mm-mm.
2: No want this. Sus. No want. Yep.
1: Super sus.
2: Mm-hmm. Sheesh.
1: So... I put Rush, but it's Greer. Greer is just storming down the hallway. <laughs> you can tell he's not the SGC. Yeah.
2: Um, There's it, a lo- too many offices and hallways. Yeah, and Greer's
1: like, I'm off duty, Ray. I will have to talk to you. Yeah. At all. Bye.
2: I'm going to go find some fatigues to change into. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Overall, he's just pissed at this whole thing. He doesn't want to be on Earth. Pissed at the fact that they keep... You know, also the fact that they keep Lucian Alliance on the ship, considering what the rest of the group is planning. Yeah. He's so angry and he's so worked up, he has this hard time understanding that they're not this like homogenous group. Yeah. Of the Lucian, like, not all of the Alliance is all about destroying Earth. Yeah. But he's like, right now, all of them.
2: Doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's
1: when the alarm starts.
2: Yay. Greer
1: knows it means incoming. Greer also knows exactly where they are in this building because he's probably, even though he's never been here, studied the floor plan. He's or got it memorized, yeah. And instead of just, like, fleeing, running for the exits like everyone else, he actually grabs Ray, strong arms her into an office they're next to, mm-hmm. um, shoves her under the desk, <laughs> and with a sound, the whole building comes down on yeah. them. Like, the whole... Just...
2: You gotta love those solid oak desks. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It crumbles. Multiple stories.
1: Yeah. to them, although it looks like it's like a two-story building.
2: Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's huge, huge, huge. Yeah. But it's enough to cause some. Or damage. they're not.
1: They're they're not on the bottom floor. Yeah. There's two stories above them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. <clears throat> cuts back to destiny. Yeah. I guess Chloe's tour of the ship ended in her room.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess, and this is my room. The end. <laughs> Senator is kind of amazed. It was only those two places. Yeah, there was yeah. a real short tour. Yeah. Um,
1: but amazed that Chloe did this, has lasted this long. She's like, I would have gone crazy after two weeks on the ship, let alone in a year. Mm-hmm. She's like, Well, we're not like on the ship 24 7. There's a ton of planets. It's a
2: little bit like not reading the room. Like, Senator Michaels is like, Ugh, I can't believe you live here. It's like, dude, she doesn't really get a choice.
1: Well, I think it's that. And I also think it is, especially as we get into later conversations, yeah. this is someone who doesn't actually doesn't get know it. Chloe. Yeah. This is someone who, you know, saw Chloe once in a while, saw her dad, yeah. saw chloe through the ambitions of her father
2: yeah like she knows the chloe that the world thought she should have been the one yes. that chloe felt pressure to be yes that's who she knows exactly yeah um
1: and so topic switch real abruptly uh-huh. senator spoke to chloe's mom and and even though everything <laughs> she's like As she your mom's doing fine and we're like, I'm sure she said you're she's fine. Just I'm how fine. many times did Chloe's mom say she's fine?
2: Yeah. It's completely believable. Yeah. Your mom's on a lot of Valium. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things. Uh, so many fun things.
1: And we learn that the senator looks at Chloe and Eli differently than everyone else.
2: Yeah. To
1: her. Everyone else is part of the SGC. Which means they may have not signed up for this specifically, but someday they all knew they're going to be stationed on some planet far away and they assume the risk of never seeing Earth again. And like, that's cool for them. We can use them to learn more important information. But Chloe, you're one of us Mm. and your dad had plans for you. And now you're just stuck here and it feels like a waste.
2: It's it's this idea of it's like tied to that you can never go home again thing yeah. where like Chloe is not anymore no. what she was. Like there just is no going back from this. And this woman doesn't understand that because she hasn't experienced what Chloe mm-hmm. and Eli have experienced. Even Eli who was like, I fucking hate it here. I want to go to my mom. Yeah. When Push came to stuff, he was like, yeah, I'm staying
1: I also hope that Chloe is really seeing the absolute bullshit that she grew up with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, and to some, that is the life. That would have been it. But she's now been through something beyond it. And that's. Yeah. You just can't go back. You can't unsee a thing that you've seen. You can't unlearn it. Yeah. You can try to ignore it, but you can't unlearn what you learn. Yeah. Yeah anyway.
1: But yeah, that's the whole the whole thing from Senator Michaels was a little um, some strong
2: classist undertones. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, Chloe's like, how were we ever the same yeah. kind of people? That's, do you know what I mean? Like,
1: And I think she started getting that when we saw her and Eli go back to Earth and go to that yes, party and everything. Yeah. She was like, my friends are dumb. Yeah,
2: she was, and now she's like, this goes all the way to the top. top. Yeah. <laughs> I love my dad and all, but damn. Yeah, this is the world. This was the world that we existed in.
1: Back on Earth, everyone is running into the parking lot. Those who escaped the building, including Telford, mm. they're not really sure what happened yet, and they're still getting reports.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Inside, Ray wakes up first, digs her way out from under the desk that Greer threw her under, and yeah. yells out enough that Greer wakes up. Yeah. And wherever they are, they do see some daylight shining in.
2: Yeah greer is
1: bleeding from the head that's fine probably internally as well normal
2: normal bleeds
1: real fucked up knee yeah um he's it's 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 not gonna stop him from moving Mm -hmm. to get up out of here and ray's like i don't know if we should move as he pulls himself out of the
2: i just don't like the thought of i dislocated my knee but i'm gonna walk (laughs)
1: And the building continues to shake,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and more of the building collapses into the hallway, and Gary's like, you still want to stay here?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: How do how you like that plan right now?
2: Yeah, <laughs> painful but alive or not alive. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Also, clearly, Ray went to the same safety camp I did, as she finds some broken wood, uses a split, and gets <laughs> packing tape from the desk, and just... Put some of that frustration into yeah. wrapping Greer's knee up real yeah. tight.
2: Yeah. She watched the Voyage of the Mimi as well. She did. Yeah. <laughs> that um, was my training in survival.
1: And is able to, they're able to get up and get ready to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also used that to, uh, <laughs> the, the knowledge, uh, Nick and I went on this, it was this really cool day and it was like a Jeep learning day. Yeah. And I've explained it to you a number of times. We were out into this state forest and they had like all these stations around the forest. And each one you did something different and you sent photos back into the base camp type thing. And you got like prizes and stuff. And one of them was a first aid one.
0: Mm. And
1: so the whole point is you were like, oh, someone broke a limb and you had to you had to. um, It was like a cut. And a, something broke, and you had to using what you had right. in the jeep and stuff around you. You know, do what you can. Well, we had a we had Kaylee with us,
2: so we <laughs> you wrap a Kaylee around them. We no, we
1: we <laughs> pretend we pretended that the Kaylee had a little broken limb, yeah, and so we wrapped up the little Kaylee limb <laughs> and like wrapped her up in the bed, and she's just sitting there going, I don't. I better get some fucking treats out of this.
2: Yeah. Why are you people being weird? Yeah, this is really strange. Well, at least (laughs) she allowed you to. I think I would fail if I tried to rub my voice because it'd be like, fuck off. (laughs) Don't touch me. I'm fine.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, Kaylee was was fine with it because she just got to lay there. Yeah. It was great. (laughs) So I think, I can't remember. I think what it was is maybe we used her for the wounds and we bandaged up something on her leg (laughs) and then we used her dog bed as the wrap uh, as part of the splint around someone else. That's awesome. And I think her face was more of like, that's my bed.
2: Please don't touch that. Yeah. That's my bed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Back on Destiny's Bridge, Koval is finally listening to the message.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And while yes, he's listening to a million-year-old message recorded in technology, you can't imagine, run through filters and processes that you can't understand. And yes, he can see the structures in the message. He's still not quite sure he believes it.
2: Yeah. What part is left?
1: Okay. Well, here's, here's, there's, there's part of me that gets where he's coming from here. Okay. Okay. So he's like, it's absolutely impressive. It's absolutely. And there's something here. Yeah. And if we could get this signal to earth, which we can't, because we can't get the information back to the Stargate. If we could have 20 people spending five years and, and actually be able to like confirm what this is. That'd be one thing, but this is a very weird position for Koval sure. because he has to make a snap decision right here. Yeah. And this is where we come to it. We do learn that Koval was offered Icarus base before a rush and he turned it down
0: mm-hmm.
1: because Koval thought it was mythological mumbo jumbo about gods yeah, and that ultimate was understanding, yeah. which is kind of what it turned out to be. But mm-hmm. um I like the it's it's almost like Rush is just waving his arms around and pointing to the message.
2: Yeah, he's doing the with pic, his face, the Pictionary thing yeah. where you just circle <laughs> the thing you drew and mm-hmm. then you point to it over and but over. But just with his face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Picture, Koval, he's got a Pictionary face going. He does
1: have a Pictionary face. And Koval has is really interesting view. And I. God, I wish I could blame him. Mm -hmm. They're talking about evidence of an intelligence present at the beginning of time. Yeah. And deny it all Rush wants. And you try to steer clear of it all Rush wants. They're large. They're (laughs) going to call it proof of the existence of God.
2: Yes, that part I did agree with him. He's like, "Oh yeah, there's no way. Rush, you're being really gullible if you think that's not what's going to happen."
1: And everyone, especially every politician, and mm-hmm. honestly, how many churches and religions are going to try to bend it for their own ends? Yeah. And they're good or they're going to try to bury it and by extension, Rush. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm like, "Doesn't there's a lot of this. There's just all this other connected stuff that goes into Relying on a specific destination of definition of God, whether you know people trying to defend the existence of their God versus a different God, and causing all these other issues. Again, read "Contact" by Carl Sagan. Um, <laughs> that the announcement of something like this on Earth has unforeseen repercussions, especially when the information is sitting on a ship on the other end of the universe and you can't get it back to earth.
2: Yeah. It's just too much to try to No, You're right. And so, <laughs> well,
1: it's tricky because I'm of course going, you go where the evidence and the information leads you. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, that's a, that's a sticky wicket that I can, I can fully understand Koval's like.
2: Yeah. Regardless of what the information is, people will process it in their own terms, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think the, I think his point of like, we would have a, we would be having a different discussion if I could get this message back to earth to study it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's stuck here on the ship. So you can study it all you want.
2: It's almost like this weird um, parallel to what the senator is doing with Chloe, where it's like. There is only a certain amount of
1: resources.
2: Well, there's only or even just like. There's only a certain amount of perspective yeah. that Koval can lean, lend yes. to this conversation. Yes. That Rush is like, you're a hundred miles behind where I've gone. Yeah. But there's no way to connect that bridge unless someone else has lived this yeah. with you. They just can't.
1: And it's the unfortunate part because it's it's Koval that is the one who's going to say it's the two of them coming together are the ones that are going to say yeah. are we going to invest the time and resources to try to get more resources to you
2: yeah yeah and that's the thing is like even these people who are the most understanding of what's happening here yeah are just so far away from the understanding
1: and i think koval gets
2: it yeah
1: i think koval gets it but he's like I don't know how to convince other people without causing an uproar.
2: Yeah. But he, yeah, you're right. But I still think even him getting it isn't quite the same as like, what because these he's guys not going
1: to be the one staying here and doing the yes. research and yeah. living it. Yeah. He's like, I get what you got. Like I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I believe you, but like, I don't, I can't grok it enough for me to convince other people without them taking it in a different
2: direction. Yeah. Yeah, he's in that position where it's the difference between empathizing and sympathizing. Yeah, and
1: yeah. I think he's rushes a little bit of a blinders on it. He's yeah. like, well, of course it's a thing we should do. And he's like, yeah, yeah we should, but there's other shit we yeah, got to think of in gonna this gonna process. It's not going to work like that, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a really fascinating conversation between
2: them yeah i i love yeah i love the way it sets up just how removed everything is now mm-hmm. and how aligned as much as there's infighting on the destiny how yeah. aligned everyone here has become and 100%. it's like no one else knows this
1: yeah no. <clears throat> so back in the hallway on earth sparks yeah. flying around they at least have emergency lights mm-hmm. that are working and inside the Emergency light is a flashlight, which I've never looked up. But since this episode, I've always just assumed all emergency lights have flashlights in them.
2: Well, that would make sense. It
1: would make sense. I yeah. have no clue if it's accurate, but if anything happens, I would immediately go to an emergency light looking for a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things I've learned from Stargate. Huh. So <laughs> we hear some noise from a humany, humany noise. Yeah, coming from from in um, front of them, and mm-hmm. Ray is able to wade through the debris and help a young airman,
2: yeah. Evans. I want to say, because we did not watch this episode together... We did not. ...that he was so uninjured that I went, I don't trust him.
1: (laughs) He was sus from the start.
2: From the beginning, yes.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm like, where'd you get the... Where'd you get the BDUs?
2: Yeah, that's true. How far is this infiltration gone? Yeah. Also, is somebody else named Evans that we should be remembering and we're not remembering, and that's his his uniform.
1: No, there's just but it's like, is there someone in a closet missing the uniform? Yes. Well, that's
2: what I mean. Like, should we have remembered who this person was? But I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. No.
1: um, Because uh, again, he's so uninjured. I'm like, he probably could have gotten up on his own, but that's fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> After that, there's a radio further down the hall. Um, Evans is scared and gets Greer's style of maintain.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Suck it up. <laughs> You're yeah, fine. Yeah,
2: everything's fine. Dust it off. We got this.
1: Rub some spit on your wounds. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> when Ray finally gets to the radio, the person has died, um, but she's able to salvage the radio and the gun for Greer.
2: Yeah. Oof.
1: Outside, it's a disaster relief area, not only triaging injured, but also trying to maintain security. And Telford's at a table fully geared up looking at blueprints when Ray radios out to him, yep. sharing that she's in there with Greer and Airman Evans. Mm-hmm. We find out it was a cloaked Lucian Alliance cargo ship
2: Yikes. that
1: crashed into the building on the inner north side, mm-hmm. uh, which is that's implying it's the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Which, for obvious reasons, I don't think they specified, right near where the communications lab is. Yeah. And if the lab was hit, the connection should have broken.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: And they wouldn't be here, and the senator and Coville would popped in and be very
0: confused.
2: Yeah. Well. They didn't. Yeah.
1: And the news gets worse. Intelligence all agree that they wouldn't just send a single cargo ship and just crash it here. That's not enough. Everyone is pretty sure it's likely that there is an unexploded bomb on the ship. Yeah. And everyone needs to get out. Yikes. That's fine.
2: Yep. It's
1: not like this isn't a heavy populated area or anything.
2: Not at all. Or, I mean, heavy populated building. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I have a hunch the building's already evacuated at this
2: that point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Scott and Young lead Senator into the infirmary to find TJ and Vero flirting so hard. Yeah. Young's They're fine. They're having
2: a good time, is what I wrote. They're Young's just having a time. Fine. Yeah. You know what? Young can fucking suck it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I give him credit. Yeah. He he does snap a little at the end. Yeah. But
2: he doesn't. Yeah, like let TJ have a fucking moment of not dread.
1: Here's the thing is his he's following sort of the rules of like you're going to feel what you feel. He mm-hmm. doesn't react or or do anything to stop it or anything yeah. like this. But he sees it and he has feels and he's allowed to. Yeah. So introductions are made. Senator has a hard time even looking at Varro, mm-hmm. who TJ says is volunteering down here and is actually really good at first aid. And he's like, I'm just trying to keep myself useful. Just
2: being a person, not trying to hit on your girl. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm totally
1: just hitting on Just being a girl. person.
2: No big deal.
1: Um, Senator would like to talk to TJ alone. Mm-hmm. She's trying to assess the potential of long, the long-term viability of the mission. Um, So everyone else leaves and once alone, she's like, yeah, I'm sure it's been shit trying to keep everyone alive through all this.
2: Like, the senator has just been, like, backhanded, like, insulting everyone. Oh, no,
1: she doesn't care about these people. Yeah. The other person she cares about mildly is Chloe,
2: And even Chloe, she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're stuck here. (laughs) Like, she's basically a mean girl. She is. Because she's like, oh, my God, TJ, I can't believe you're doing this. You're not even a doctor. I mean,
1: I feel like she's acting like most politicians. So, TJ (laughs) is actually pretty chipper. Yeah. She's hopeful in a way that we've basically never seen her. Ever.
2: Ever. Borrow is so good for her.
1: Her job is a lot easier. Not that it's easy, but easier with a full ancient database. Um, There's a lot of advanced medical knowledge in there she can follow. And she's starting to understand the equipment. It's all been extremely useful. Yeah. And then Senator's like, well... I mean, this must be a lot to digest with someone with only a medics training. No offense.
2: Fuck. Offense. Look, if you have to say no offense, (laughs) offense.
1: TJ responds so much better than I would. But she's like, we'll ignore that part. Uh But she's not going to deny that shit would be better off with an actual doctor. I would have just been
2: like, well, I'm what you've got. (laughs) So what do you want
1: but also what doctor would volunteer for this with the chance of never getting home
2: that's fair yeah damn so i'm here (laughs) Um. fuck off lady like god (laughs) hey we're alive that alone is huge yeah
1: big win so our earth crew turns the corner to the closest exit and it's completely blocked Uh, They radio teleport and update him, and there's not much progress on the bomb disposal unit either because how are we just going to dispose of an Aquadria bomb? Bomb disarming unit.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Either way, they can't get... The team can't get into the building, and the equipment to dig into the building is taking a while to get there. Also, it's a real big bomb. Yeah. They're having to evacuate a huge area.
2: It's like we're trying to remember, like what naquadria. Like there was like some weird exponential yeah, size of one. It's not good. It's not great times. Yeah.
1: So it's- the obvious choice is for Ray and Greer to find the bomb, and someone to walk them through disarming it, mm-hmm. which yeah. Telford finds absolutely insane. But- yeah. Literally, what choice do you
2: have? Yeah, and Camille's like, we're here. We're the ones here. Like yeah. in, in in it's funny because this seems like a Greer moment. It but does. Camille's the one who's like, I'm doing this.
1: Well, I, I mentioned this later. There's a a lot of Ray's actions in this episode feel like they'd be the ones Greer would be doing. Yeah. And I yeah. think that goes to how fucked up Greer is.
2: Yeah, he's just holding yeah he's being held together by a shoestring
1: because there's a lot of times you cut to greer and you can tell he's he's grasping onto the wall to stay upright yeah
2: yeah it just
1: kind of proves that anyone else wouldn't even be there in the first place yeah
2: yeah he's been through a lot of stuff
1: um but the point is is it doesn't matter if they're in their own bodies or not like both of them and the bodies will be dead if the bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. So Evan is looked like he's having a panic attack, and Greer actually has respect for Ray right now. Like Greer's also volunteering for tribute and kind of is like props for suggesting it first. Yeah, this whole episode is just Greer and and Ray finally coming together this is, and understanding. Yeah, this is
2: the equivalent. This is how high stakes. Something has to be when your life is living on the yeah. destiny. This is their equivalent of like a weekend ropes course that you do yeah, for employee exactly. enrichment. Yep. It's like, here you go. Let's put you in an actual life or death situation. Yep. Jeez.
1: So God, this 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 scene. So Koval and Eli finally meet in the control room.
2: <laughs> oh, this scene.
1: This scene. Cole is actually very excited to meet rushes young protege and 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 finally mentions he's actually koval because i don't know if eli got the memo of other people i'm coming aboard he's really wigged out for a moment seeing greer coming at him like that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um he goes well the people back at surrogate command call you the boy wonder and eli like coughs a bit and we cut in the most Perfect comedic timing to Volker and Brody just deadpan staring. But
2: they're like, "What does he say? <laughs> we work here too." Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Well, well, yeah. He, he before then he's, um, Eli's like, "Well, the, does that make Rush my Batman?"
2: Oh yes, this part. Yes, and
1: Coble's clearly doesn't get that reference, and they just oh move God. on. And that's what <laughs> the two of them are like. We work here too.
2: Yeah. Hi. We also exist. The little Wal- Waldorf and Stadler moment. It is, oh God, it is so.
1: I I still out loud laughing at those <laughs> moments. Yeah, the just deadpan cuts the two of them staring.
2: I I I kind of love and hate that our science bros have become, and mostly Brody. Yeah, the makers of. Comedic relief. I know. Like I hate that we have to do it. I don't know that we have to do it, but I also love that Brody is the one who could do it. I know of anyone who could. He's well, the one who could
1: because this is the least amusing moments yeah. series of Stargate.
2: Yeah. So I yeah. feel
1: like Brody and Volker are the ones going. I thought we were on the other Stargate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: thought we were. I thought we were in on SG One. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not serious enough for this series. <laughs> <laughs> so Koval is here and he wants to hear from not Rush. Anyone but Rush. Yeah. yeah. And he wants to get something other than the company line basically. Right. He, he wants to hear about everything. The ship, their roles, the message from the start of time. It's clearly not a trap, guys. It's clearly not a trap.
2: This is fine. Everything's normal. Nothing to worry about. Open here. up your hearts to this man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. What did I read? Exactly. I wrote, he's a spy. He's a spy. Fuck <laughs> them all. That's that's exactly what my notes read here.
1: So Ray and Greer and Evans are picking their way through the building. Uh, Greer is struggling. Everyone's yeah. having breathing issues. Uh, Greer is determined to not stop. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's like, fuck you could just fucking once pretend like you're not invincible.
2: Can you please find? Yeah. Yeah. Your emotional vulnerability. Please pretend that you were human for a second. Yeah.
1: And he's like, can you just for once stop fucking talking?
2: Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's what they, they're each going to do what they do best in moments of, of stress.
1: And they finally like, um, they finally sort of get into it. Mm-hmm. Ray's like, what is your problem? Yeah. Evans is like, are we seriously? Do do I have to be here for this? Yeah. Why?
2: Why am I stuck here? Why is this happening to and me? And
1: considering we later find out who he is, he's like, I should have just stayed. I should have, I should have gone down with
2: the shuttle. Yeah, I wish I'd died earlier. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Greer just kind of limps over and, and points that his issue is people like Ray who talk and talk and talk and get nothing done. Mm-hmm. And Ray's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not it. That's sh- that mediocre response is not going to fly with me. because Please. my insight's yeah. Way
2: higher than yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: He's like, what? You think you know me? Like, you know, a file in a desk. You don't know anything about actually me.
2: Mm-hmm. She's
1: like, I could read you like a book.
2: I do love that this whole time they're having this little like spat. Evan's yeah. is like, Hey, be quiet for a sec. <laughs> hey, can you guys be quiet? Hey, can you guys, guys. Guys, do you guys hear this thing? And it's like, no one hears you. No. No one hears you.
1: She's like, you're afraid of me. Mm Because you're afraid because I help people with problems that they have to first fucking admit that they have in the first place. And you are never going to look inside yourself for a goddamn second because you might discover that you're actually not invincible and you're actually scared and vulnerable like the rest of us.
2: I like that she finally loses her shit at him and properly.
1: Well, but the whole time is this great visual because he's trying to go back like you just take up space but this whole time she's unloading on him Greer is shrinking like against the debris like to give his leg a rest that's all
2: yeah uh huh
1: but she just kind of it's this great sort of opposite dynamic yeah and finally Evans yells at them to shut up because he hears something
2: yeah it's like dude this this part is really shitty can you guys please stop it
1: um, remember the
2: Geiger counter? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: They go and they try to bury it. Um, but that's definitely the hand that was holding it that Ray grabs, which freaks her right I out. Love, as it I should. love
2: how much she loses her fucking shit at this. It's like, ooh.
1: And it's Greer that actually goes and immediately grabs her and comforts her and tells her to breathe and gets her to calm down. Um as Evans gets the Geiger counter. Mm-hmm. It is freaking out. Yeah. Um, but Evans doesn't really know how to read it because he's not from Earth. He's never seen one before.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Ray quickly sees how far that needle is. Yeah. And realizes they're at very lethal levels.
2: She's watched Chernobyl. This she is, knows how this goes. This is
1: not stick around and we're we'll die levels of radiation. Yeah. This is we're already dead levels yeah. of
2: radiation. Yeah.
1: Oh. Hey, good thing you're not your own bodies, right? Yeah.
2: What a shitty way to go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: So Young finds Senator Ann Koval on the observation deck, um, and the verdict so far is not good. Mm-hmm. They're not completely done with research, but it certainly sounds like they are. Um, even if there was a presidential approval tomorrow and they found a perfect planet the next day, it's at minimum six months before they could dial Destiny, and Young's like, and
2: yeah so basically they're like, i like how detailed you put that because i wrote they're basically assholes and they said no yeah yeah because <laughs> couple's
1: like yeah i don't think your guys are gonna survive six months
2: yeah it's like thanks For the vote of confidence. I'm not
1: even sure the ship's going to survive six months. Yeah. Because you guys are the problem. Like, the ship can't support itself and you.
2: Everything, y'all are just going to fail. Everything is fail. You are fail.
1: You are fail. And before Young can respond, Brody tells them they're about to drop out of FTL, which Mm -hmm. causes that little stone glitch, which will be fine. Nothing to worry about. It's fine. Nothing
2: weird. Nothing weird. It's fine.
1: So Ray and Greer are dealing with the fact that their bodies they're in will die of radiation exposure and that part is definitely not their fault mm-hmm which it's not um evans is not in the accepted space yet um because if we get out now we'll definitely be okay yeah And Ray's like please
2: you're not getting out of here
1: i haven't picked up a different scientist to know that you're absolutely not going to survive this yeah also it's not gonna be pleasant yeah have you heard of someone called dr daniel jackson <laughs>
2: yeah uh-huh. i like that evans is still now that we know in the mindset of like i have to get out of here and go cause it's like mm-hmm. no
1: no he spots a box in a doorway with top secret files in it but also a letter opener from the sound effect we get he definitely didn't pick up the files nope and that's when the body swap happens for a few seconds. And can you imagine that swapping back to that insanity?
2: I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, the I was so focused instead on Camille and her smart use of time yeah. that I didn't even give myself a chance to wrap around
1: the, the sheer panic.
2: Yeah. It, it would have been like, you know, when you wake up from a nightmare and you're like, Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. But then yeah. suddenly you're on the destiny and you're like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Which is worse? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: They're like, what the fuck? Koval does see the Geiger counter in the Senator's hands and grabs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we flip back to destiny, Ray immediately shares with Young about the attack, the bomb, yeah. radiation, leaning, and then we swap back.
2: Good job. Camille did not waste any second. Nope. She was like, Oh, I see you. Things are happening. Things are happening. <laughs> Things are happening.
1: So that's fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Back on Earth, Evans is confused as hell. He doesn't know about the swap stones. Yeah. Uh, Ray is just hoping Young understood what she was trying to say.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's when Evans takes the chance, grabs Ray, pulls her arm behind her back, puts the to her throat, telling Gru to put the gun down. That's now very much pointed at Evans.
2: Yeah. Good on Camille. This entire moment, she's just such a fucking bad ass. Like, she's like... Well, let's get through it, because I'm jumping ahead.
0: Well, it's
1: one of those where... um, I mean, it's literally right after the commercial break. Um, But it's one of those... Camille's swap in how we feel about her from season one to season two is like Daniel Jackson yeah in early stargate yeah season four
2: she's a person who is so smart is so aware of people and understands things and her fear has always been this space where you would you could say that people like greer can live in easily yeah like that's not a space she could live in easily but once she put herself there she, With her that yeah. and everything else she brings to the table, she's magnificent. Yes. Because now she can be in that kind of life or death space like she is right now, but also bring all that other shit, all those calculations that she did. Wait a minute. Let me think about this guy. And she's like, fucking kill him. Yeah. Because... When I was thinking about it, right? When I was thinking about it, if I were in her space, I'd be like, kill him. If he's not Lucian Alliance, he was going to kill me anyway. Uh He needs to die. Rare doesn't need to know that I wasn't unsure about whether or not he was Lucian Alliance. This is how this needs to go.
1: Well, it's one of those where it took her a little longer than others to learn the rules. Yeah. But now she's like, I fully understand the rules. I will now use them.
2: Yes. Yeah. Along with all the other tools that I've spent my lifetime learning. Yeah.
1: This whole situation doesn't last for much longer, though. Yeah,
2: thank goodness. And is
1: like, I'm not going to die here. But you are. We're going to find another way out. And Greer just figures he's freaking out. And this is not going to help. And (sighs) Ray's like, shoot him. Even if he kills me, you can get to the bomb. Uh, Because if you put your gun down, he's going to kill us both. Because dun da da he's he's losing alliance. Yeah. And she grabs the guy's arm getting the stabby thing away from her neck, pulling her head back to give Greer the space yep. to get a clear shot, which he takes. Yep. And then the second Ray dives away, Greer takes another shot that kills him. Yep. And Ray's like, well, I had my suspicions for a while ago, but when he somehow the guy knew that Ray wasn't a scientist is what gave him away.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The Alliance has files on all of them. Mm-hmm. And so like heard you Ray's know that? name yeah. He was able to somehow he was able to figure out that Ray wasn't a scientist and oh, there's a large alliance tattoo on his back.
2: Yeah. Hey, in case that wasn't enough. Although yeah. Look,
1: that tattoo looks so fresh. It's clearly makeup. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, figures that <laughs> he this got was, it
2: on the ship on their way there. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, wait, you, we have to brand you guys before yep. you sacrifice your lives for the alliance.
1: Um, figures that he was the pilot of the crash ship and the crash part was accidental. Mm-hmm. So sometime later. They're closing in on the bomb or the ship. The radiation is climbing. Ray spots a place where they can get through, but they're gonna have to crawl. Yeah. And she's like The going
2: spelunking."
1: Sorry, Greer, and Greer's like, stop worrying about me. Yeah. Just keep fucking going. I'm fine. I'm fine.
2: Yeah. I'm in clearly no pain. No. I don't even know what pain is.
1: So Rush is now down in the Stone's lab Mm -hmm. investigating as well. The stones work in pairs. Yeah. So to stop the connection, both stones have to get the signal. Mm -hmm. And the radiation was cut, like, before they've had radiation cut this. But in this case, the connection is still there.
2: Yeah.
1: It's just the shutdown signal can't get through. Interesting. So there is... Like, like you can't
2: make the end.
1: Yeah, basically it's like your computer like the computer just won't won't like when the connect the computer's on but you can't press any keys.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a, you you need to force quit this task. Exactly. It's not going to quit. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
1: So Koval, thankfully, has done a lot of research into stone technology can help
0: Mm -hmm. um, boost
1: the shutdown signal to punch through whatever radiation must be stopping it. He's definitely volunteering for tribute here to Mm -hmm. purposely fuck shit up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And at the door, TJ tells Young that Vero actually wants to speak to them. Yep. Rumor mail has spread quickly on this ship. And he completely gets that. Given current situations, he's the last one anyone here wants yeah. to talk to. Again, Senator, I won't look at him. I hate
2: that Viral still has to come to them with his tail between his legs every single time. I know it's the only thing that's effective, but I'm yeah. like, at some point, let this man just be a fucking person.
1: Well, I think, I think before this situation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was starting yeah. to, they're like, look, we're still not going to. Yeah, hand him a weapon at any point.
2: He's gonna need some therapy so that every time the Lucian Alliance does something, he doesn't yeah. th- take it on himself. Yeah, it's like you you stopped, you left this. This isn't on you anymore. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And like I that think part. there's
1: still a fair amount of people who on the ship who may not necessarily yeah. Th- not everyone is young and greer. Yeah. Um, the senator doesn't know Barrow, so she's not going to. Yeah. And I think in this case, he's like, hey, they did this. That sucks. But I can help. Yeah. Because I know how to defuse the bomb. Yeah. No one else here knows how to defuse the bomb. Yeah. So please use my knowledge. Yeah. I definitely don't want that bomb to go off.
2: I just hate that every time a conversation starts with him, he has to go, I know you don't want to trust me. It's like, yeah, yeah we get that. Yeah. Let's just let's just stop s- having stop. that part of the conversation. Yeah. Hey, I know this information. Yep. Do with it what you want. Exactly.
1: So uh, as Ray crawls, uh, we can see we, they get um, through a crawl space and can stand again in there inside a cargo ship Yeah, Greer takes a little bit more time. They find themselves there. There is a large treasure box with a bomb in it. And the Geiger counter is can't go any higher.
2: Yeah, it's it's maxed. Yeah, it's 211. Yeah.
1: And Ray tries to radio Telford, but nothing. Tries other channels. Mm-hmm. There's too much interference because mm-hmm. of all that leaking radiation. Yep. So they're not going to get any help on how to defuse the bomb. So that's fine. The
0: cool. whole plan
1: was to get to the bomb and then have someone tell them how to defuse the bomb. Well, and now they're just here at the bomb with no knowledge of how to defuse
2: yay. it. Yay. At least we'll die fast.
1: Uh, and and, and there are, these are two, these are 100% the two people who can figure this out.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not Eli and Rush. Yeah. But they'll figure something out. You do have
1: two of the most
2: stubborn people on the ship. The, yeah, sheer will. <laughs> they'll fucking eat the bomb
0: first exactly. or something.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So Varro is explaining how the bomb is built. It's honestly not complicated at all. It's, it's actually very simple to disconnect. The tricky part is, is there's a hologram covering the whole thing, so you have to do it by feel. Yeah. And the wire you want is thinner than the others and threaded, and Young just wonders how they can believe him he's like I've worked on these bombs
2: what's left like at this point you don't have another option that's not what Young means yeah
1: Um, and he's like honestly I didn't know about this attack I would have told you I've been on this ship for months yeah so I don't know about shit they're doing right now
2: yeah I don't know what their plan was on earth because when you guys caught us yeah that's not where we were exactly
1: Um, and TJ's like, well, I think he's telling the truth. He's like, oh, oh, I know you too. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, I know. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. TJ, that was a little dumb. Like,
1: like, he was trying so hard to not make a comment, but but TJ just just opened it up. Yeah.
2: It's like. Shut up, TJ. <laughs> just throw up the softball for him. TJ, I'm doing my best to be really cool about you and this new guy. And
1: TJ's look back is just a fuck you back it's at him. That was
2: so great. But in those three words, oh, I know, said everything about where they stand with each other right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was fucking beautiful. It's so
0: good.
2: So
1: the issue. Is, is that none of this means jack shit if Rush and Koval can't break this yeah. connection mm-hmm. But if this thing is really a simple disarm as Varro says it is, Eli figures maybe they could convey the process in a few seconds. Yeah. In the glitch that happens in an FTL jump. So the real big issue here is that they just dropped out of FTL and so they can't make another jump right now. Yeah. It's going to fuck with their engines and Young wants to clarify.
2: How much? Yeah. <laughs> Are we
1: talking catastrophic fucked or we can live with it fucked? Yeah. Yeah. None of the brains want to answer for a second. Eli thinks it's something they can live with. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't do something stupid to the engines.
2: That's what we do though. Then we they'll be
1: catastrophic. We bogus.
2: like to do stupid. Stupid is our favorite And Vero
1: is pretty sure you can get the message across in 10 to 12 seconds.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than none seconds. 10 none seconds, seconds is a long time if you think about it.
1: I don't know if the glitches are 10 seconds long, but that's fine. Yeah. It's back on Earth with the bomb. They figured it must be a timer. Yeah. Long enough for the pilot to get away. But who knows how much longer they have because it's been a while already. Yeah. So it's either damaged and it won't go off or it'll go off anytime. This is a fun game. Yay. This is the worst version of perfection ever.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's a is one. that a
1: single game that's traumatized a generation more? Yeah.
2: All anxiety drugs. Big Pharma <laughs> is built on. Perfect. The game perfection. Yes. Yeah. They're still getting residuals. For How that. did
1: we play that? Just stress. <laughs> Just Stress.
2: <laughs> God, we're monsters!
1: Um, for those of you who don't know what the game of oh, Fraction yes. is,
2: um, you would start a timer.
1: Yep, that it's a mystery timer.
2: Yeah, yeah, this mystery timer, and you had to fill all these little widgets sh- into their shapes, like yep. little. L- they look like little cookie cutters that would go into specific holes, and some of them are very close to each other. And the, yeah, and they were like because it'd be like a hexagon, uh-huh. and then like a, a pentagon, like like four sides. Sometimes four sides at an angle. Yep. Sometimes. A slight different angle. Some of
1: them would only go on if it was rotating
2: the correct direction. Yeah. And there was like 30 of these little guys. Yeah.
1: And you had to get them in because you didn't know at any point the timer was going to go off and, and the they little would all thing explode. at the bottom would pop up and they would all fly everywhere. And oh, it was yeah.
2: jarring. It was pretty awful. Yes. Agreed.
1: So, Ray's testing something. Uh-huh. A woman after my gnome's own heart. <laughs> she realizes the fancy light display that looks like rolling plasma is a hologram. Which yep. leads her to stick her hand in it to confirm it's a hologram.
2: Yeah. She realize... just went right in there. I mean, yeah, I can't. I'm a big fan. Yeah. That's, I investigate with my hands.
1: I mean, she did put the flashlight in there first. She mm-hmm. didn't go straight Fair. in with her hands.
2: That's true. Yeah. yeah. But what she did, like, she's like, well, the flashlight didn't come apart. <laughs> so here I'll we put,
1: go. I put my whole hand in. Yeah. So they realize they're going to have to do this blind. But yeah. as to what they're doing, no clue. No. Um, big props they have figured out half of the solution on their own Mm -hmm. and again the pointing out that normally Greer would be doing this and Greer is dealing with multiple levels of pain right now yeah yeah (laughs) so Chloe finds a senator thinking just thinking in the thinking spot on the ship um, they're going to do this FTL glitch plan. They need her, and she's a key part of it. But the senator can't get over the fact that they're trusting some Alliance soldier for that because there's so many options on the table. <laughs> yeah, what
2: do you want us to do instead right now? Please tell me your great idea that you have.
1: She's not, The is not in the moment. She's cycling. Yeah. She's She's just cycling around because some people basically said that they shouldn't care about destiny at all, and this was all a waste of time, and they yeah. should focus on the Alliance threat. And Chloe's like... Listen to me. The ship is important. Yep. And it seems real clear that either Chloe has changed or the Senator never knew her. Probably a combination of both because we yeah. both bow is true. Yeah. Um, Chloe absolutely believes that she would have volunteered to stay on destiny to keep going. And her father died to keep the ship going. And she's part of something here. And it's important. Um, and I wish Chloe telling her off was like a bigger moment yeah that's
2: fine it it, i think it just shows it's just to show us how far you know chloe has been on this uphill climb where she just doesn't feel like she's like i just want to go home i just want to go home and continues to climb continues to climb her and and eli bows i think and then they turn around and they're like oh shit we're practically at the top of this mountain yeah we might as well keep going Mm -hmm. yeah I, and I, re- I just really think that's what it's meant to paint the picture of. It is.
1: It's just for some reason I wanted there to be a little bit more of a "fuck trauma. you." Yeah. It yeah. was. It was. A, it was a big moment that was quiet, but I wanted there to be a little bit more of a "look yeah. at what you're looking, where we're fucking living right now" type yeah. thing. Yeah,
2: that's fair.
1: Ray is feeling around the bomb, careful not to mess with anything. Is explaining what she's fe- what she's feeling out loud. It's lots of wires, yeah. and she has no clue. And there's she has this moment of panic. She's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I pull wires at random. That's not gonna go well. Yeah. Um, and then boom, FTL body swap. Quick, quick little pop-in. Vero gets to work very quickly describing how to turn the bomb off, but unfortunately his limited time. Spends some of it explaining shit they already know, but they didn't know that. Yeah. And is almost done when they have to swap back and they know they need a pin. Thankfully other senators have pins on their jackets. Yeah. It's not a US flag pin, which is weird because normally that's every a senator
2: has a US it's a flag nice pin. Spine. Yeah.
1: Um, on Destiny they have no clue if Greer and Greer Ray and Greer yeah. understood enough and Rush calls Young down to communication that's
2: them. nothing they can do now but wait yeah
1: um, Ray has her hands in the bomb mm-hmm. smaller fingers I guess yeah she's found the white wire right wire but the issue is is they didn't hear what comes after
2: neither of them I like that they're like I thought you heard it like and <laughs> we were in the same ten fucking second window the fact that we made it this far is great
1: They don't know what to do with the pin. They got the wire. They got the pin. They don't know what comes next. Yeah. Mm. So when Greer gets... When Young gets there, Rush has the enhanced command signal up. It's embedded within the frequency of the mind transfer itself. So yes, he confirms as Senator, we can shut down this connection. And honestly, we could have shut down the connection earlier. Yeah. But Koval has been sabotaging their efforts yeah he altered one of the key algorithms and i guess credit cobalt doesn't deny it yeah but what the fuck dude he's like look it was a reaction to what he saw when he got back he saw the geiger counter yeah he knew that my body's dead that radiation's <sighs> not survivable and he panicked
2: yeah, it's a little bit still of a shitty move though.
1: Super shitty move. I'm just saying slight credit because he didn't try to lie about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, fuck it, I'm caught. Yeah.
1: Um and uh he's, he's
2: just selfish. And Rush pushes
1: him. He's like, You know what happens to both people when someone dies when connected. And and, and like, Yeah, well, Perry was in a weak body. A healthy person could have survived fuck you first of all Rush is gonna kill you now too but yeah. that's a completely separate thing um yeah. Koval's in full panic mode yeah it's 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 this is like fight and flight together into one
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um and Young's pissed you don't just get to decide to help yourself to mm-hmm. a body that's not yours
2: yep that's not how they work
1: why and 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 koval's like why do they get to live and we don't like they took extra risks because they weren't going to have to live with the consequences he has Mm. no clue and big kudos to the senator she knows what's what and he goes listen get Vero up here Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he's gonna tell us exactly how to disarm the bomb yep and then we're gonna go back and quickly, Kevel's like, I'm not going to go back. No, you're going back. Young's like, bitch, you don't have a choice.
2: Yeah. You're
1: going to go back whether you like it or not. hmm You can help to serve the bomb with the senator, or you could not. That is your call.
2: Yeah. You can die, or you can die doing something. Yep. Those are your options.
1: Ray and Greer are figuring what to do next. Um, <sighs> they know which wire to work with, then they know they can't just pull it, but they- Don't know what actually to do and they risk blowing it up, Mm -hmm. but it's going to blow up if they don't do anything. Yeah. But every second that they can hold off the explosion gives people out there more time to evacuate.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: More people time to survive. And she gets the understanding that these are their last minutes. Mm -hmm. And so Greer fully understands I mean, we know Greer would have no problem sacrificing himself to save others. Yeah, he's
2: like, here it is.
1: They're gonna wait. Yeah. And they're gonna let it blow up. Because there's so little odds they could disarm it without hearing the end of Arrow's message. Yeah. Um, it's heavy. And Greer just goes to lay down. And she just sits down. And, and really, Ray is sorry that they never really got a chance to get along more.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, They're just so different. Greer likes to take action and Ray likes to talk. And and I like Greer's like, well, we're just going to sit here with nothing else to do. So let's talk. And she's like, well, now I don't know what to say. I don't have anything to
2: say to you now. Yeah.
1: And Greer starts laughing, which causes Ray to laugh. And it's kind of this this sweet
2: moment. I do love that. It's like, you know, if you're going to go out, go out laughing. Yeah. Life is fucking bizarre. Yeah. And absurd. It's all a joke. Mm hmm.
1: Merrill finishes explaining to the senator how to disarm it, mm-hmm. ending with, don't pull the wire. Yep. Um, Koval's sitting there, and he can't even hold Rush's glance. Before they swap, the senator just wants Young to tell Chloe that she's proud of her.
0: hmm
1: And then they head back. And they're, the two of them are sitting next to the bomb. And they both look at the bomb with a very resigned look and get to work. And then they cut away. Finds the pin that Ray had sitting next to the bomb and very dramatic music is going. It's a little bit slow motion. We cut away.
2: Or is she evil? And back on Destiny and FTL. I have it in all caps. Ray. Is she alliance?
1: (laughs) Ray finds Brewery in the observation room. Um, They haven't heard anything yet. It's been hours. And they Mm. keep someone on the stones until they get a
2: connection.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Grace like, hey, I heard you had a friend in D.C. (laughs) She's like, well, more than a friend. But yes.
2: Well, I feel like she could save my life. Aren't they married?
1: They are married. Well, I think that was like, that was just a joke. Yeah. Yep. More than a friend. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she's like, I just want to talk to her one more time and, and tell her how much she means to me. And Gru admits he's been thinking about his mom. Mm-hmm. They don't have the smoothest relationship. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like him joining the military wasn't the only issue, just the most recent yeah. of big yeah. issues. And the last time he saw her, he didn't get to say all the things he wanted to say. And this is this is a moment that is so earned yeah. between the two of them. Him opening up like this to yeah. a way he wouldn't open up with to anyone else on the ship. Except Park, but he's opening up in a different way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to keep saying yep. Well, I would to. Okay. I was more
1: saying that I feel I, like Park is the other person that he would emotionally open
2: up to. No, I heard dirty and okay. that's how it went. Oh, well, he we opened <sighs> up.
1: Ray knows. His mom knows. because mom things. Yeah. You know, your mom knows. Moms know mom's things.
2: Moms do know mom things. The other day I was getting sick and y'all witnessed it. Yep. My mom was like, hey, call me. Yeah. I felt like you weren't feeling good.
1: <laughs> My mom has secret psychic powers, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. So um, she tries to lighten the mood and let Greer off. She's like, you had a moment of emotional depth. That's, that's enough. We'll take it. We'll, we'll call it a win. Yeah. Um, that all this is get resolved soon and, and Greer can go tell his mom. Yeah. Soon enough. And he goes, yep, soon enough. And then the
2: episode ends. Everything's fine. I don't know that the senator was not Lucian Alliance. That's where I'm at. Okay. I don't know that she wasn't. Okay. And Earth is fucked.
1: I mean, there is... I I will say this. I do not think she was Lucian Alliance. However... Did she diffuse the bomb? There's part of me that goes, so she couldn't look at Vero. Yep. But at the same time, Vero doesn't actually see, can't see, is only seeing Ray, is not yep. actually seeing Michaels. So there's could have been like, don't look at me because you know what I actually look like yep. and we've met before. Yeah. But I can't tell you that.
2: I'm telling you. Okay. She's bad guy. Next up is an episode called Hope.
1: Okay. The ship needs some. Yeah, we could all use
2: a little hope sometimes in life. Um she's bad, guys. I have nothing else. Um Okay. Speaking of a little hope and a little faith. Yeah. Um we faith are hitting me. the end of October. Yeah. I think we're gonna stick on this bi weekly thing for a little bit longer. I think there's it's a twofold of like we have a bunch
1: of stuff going on, yeah, but also, God. but we so we but don't want to end exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just if we well, if we just let it reach out a little bit further, that means we won't just run out ink, of Star Game episodes.
2: Eek <laughs> out a little bit, just like when you're like sometimes I'll buy sausage for the week, right, yeah. and then like there's there's a limited amount in the pack so yeah. some days i'm like i'm gonna do three and yeah. then by like friday i'm like i'm just gonna have one i'm just gonna have one and then it'll last through the weekend and so exactly. like go shopping on sunday but everything's fine everything's fine um find us uh you can email us at there's no place like tara at <laughs> com. i don't know what happened to my brain there
1: patreon.com slash there's no place like Terra. We'll We're see just like Subuos. we wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We'll see you in two weeks with hope.